0: It just makes me want to set myself on fire. your life. Hello all. It has been a hot minute, one could say. I may or may not have dropped off the face of the earth after having a fight with a friend because honestly, I felt pretty unworthy doing this podcast, to be completely honest with you. A lot was said, uh, and it was mainly about my lack of education. podcast solely as a helping aid for my mental health in hopes that the things on my brain help everyone else out there who might be dealing with the same thing and that's why I do it. It's not to pretend that I've got a psych degree or a social work degree. It's not to lie about some fake education I don't have. It's simply because... Going through what I went through growing up, I always wish that someone had told me that it was okay not to be okay, that depression's actually really normal, and that the taboo against it needs to end, and that we need to actually start talking about our depression and our mental health in general. So, depression, anxiety, not pretending to be okay when we're not okay learning how to face, phrase, sorry, questions better to get the answers that we're actually looking for instead of the generic questions. And I know you guys have kind of all heard this before if you've been listening to my previous episodes, but my point is, is I stepped away because I felt really inferior with doing this. And I lost sight of the point that this is meant to help me and help whoever is listening and it wasn't until Saturday when a few friends sat me down and was like, "Krissa, what the fuck? Why aren't we doing these things anymore? That I realized that I need to get my head out of my ass or I guess my head out of my own head more so and get back to it. So I'm back! Uh, This week's episode, I want to talk, of course, about depression, but something new with my depression, and that is dating. That's right. I said the D word. I said I didn't know if I was going to date, if I'd ever be ready to date. Well, it turns out that I am ready to date. Mm. Sorry, morning voice crack there. I am ready to date, and I am dating. And honestly, it's been nice. It's been really nice. I forgot what it feels like to date someone who actually gives a flying fuck about you. Uh, It's been lovely thus far, to be completely honest with you, to Have someone interested about your day and ask you questions and genuinely want to come see you? Very bizarre. Don't know how to handle all these things. But it's not just about dating, my friends. It's about dating with depression. Because I get that I've always had depression. I do. But having it acknowledging it and dealing with it are all very things on very different levels and now that I am treating my depression in the means that I choose so right now it's medication soon now that my work benefits kicked in praise Jesus no don't praise him uh, I will go back to therapy so what's on my mind is how to date with depression because it's a whole new ballgame for me and I'm kind of just making it up as I go and what I'm doing might not work for you but here's some unwanted advice because that's why you listen to this podcast so I am a girl in the 21st century with a pandemic finally ending and things slowly starting to open up, so one can only guess that I went on dating sites in order to start consistently and we decided that we're just gonna like see what's happening and just like you know let the other person decide like is this a thing you want to pursue here's my cards they're on the table type deal so she gave me her hand and put it on the table and I gave her my hand and put it on the table and when I put my hand on the table I put my depression on the table. Marcel, I explained about the fact that I have the manic depression and the manic anxiety, and I put those cards on the table. And it's the first time that I've had to put those cards on the table with someone who is not already intertwined in my life. It was the first time I put those cards on the table with someone new in my life who I wanted a romantic relationship with. And honestly, it was scary as fuck because what if they say, "Oh, depression, that seems like too much. I can't handle that." Or, "I've never dealt with it. Don't want to." What if my mental state is the reason someone chose not to date me? How would you even handle that? I mean, first off, your mental state would not do well Um, because I know that if, like, this human had been like, oh, depression seems, like, too much for me, I would have totally been like, well, one, let me never tell another human I have it, and two, let me have a depression episode and beat the fuck out of myself right now. Um, but luckily, we're still dating, and they handled it in the most amazing way, to be honest. They said, I like that you were honest with me and that you told me, but from the sounds of it, you're doing everything you can to take care of yourself and your depression, and that's all I want. And I was like, that's fine. We've only had one date at this point, but let me completely spoon for you because ooh, that answer ooh, my vagine. Uh, so, <laughs> that was it. And, it's been good. I've been really honest with them about what my depression is. How, like, when I have my period, I get really depressed. And, so lucky for them, a month into seeing me, of course, because it's been a month I got my period. And, what comes with my period my crazy ass depression episodes, and y'all, this woman handled me like a champ, because let me tell you, I had, like, a really, like, intense period, so my depression was, like, out of control, which means I was out of control, and, like, tired, and sad, and needy, and really crotchety, actually, like, real fucking crotchety, uh, the, uh, Dark and Twisty had to give me, like, a little check of, like, you need to calm the fuck down, woman, uh, and, uh, yeah, they dealt with that, and they did really good, and they were super supportive, and, Honestly, there was just one night where I had a super bad day at work, it was really stressful, there was stuff going on in my personal life, and they legit came over and cuddled me, and watched Singing in the Rain with me, and just held me, and I felt so safe, and so secure, like, it's wild. To be completely honest. Like, it's wild. Um, uh, I, they experienced me have a huge panic attack. One of my triggers got met. It wasn't on purpose. It was on accident. Life goes on. And, uh, anyway, I thought I could handle it. And of course I could not handle it. And, uh, they ended <laughs> up. Uh, having to somehow get in the bathroom. I still don't know how they got in the bathroom. Uh, If you ask them, their answer is magic, which is not an actual answer, but we will accept in this case. And they totally got me out of this panic attack. And I still don't fully know what they said because, of course, it was... To me, I was so in the attack. But the glimpses I have, like kind looking back, like, I know that they got me to look at them, and they were touching me so I could feel them, and they were trying to get my eyes to focus, and they used the, you know, look at five, like, name five things around the room technique with me, and they got me out of this panic attack, and honestly, I was shocked. I am still shocked that they got me out of this panic attack, because... My panic attacks can range from anywhere to like, oh, I feel like a little bit of anxiety, I should probably do something about that, to on the floor, like, can't get up for a little bit. And this was a on the floor, couldn't get up for a little bit. And they just let me, like, get my bearings, they got me up, I thought I was going to lose my legs, so they, like, held me and just... Honestly, they put me to bed and got me water and just comforted me for the rest of the night. And yeah, that's, that's that, I guess. So this card that I was thought was going to be like a scary deterrent because I've been so afraid of dating with depression because you don't know what people are going to think. Um, well, the human I found seems to be handling it really fucking well, which is really... ride thus far like I'd love to be like my depression hasn't been that bad they haven't had to see any episodes they don't know what they're dealing with no they've dealt with a period they've dealt with an anxiety attack um just all the worst parts of my depression they've already like been welcomed to in our first month of seeing each other and they still haven't ran away so I mean I guess she's a keeper um not I'm pretty positive she is but uh yeah that's my rambling episode it's not too long this week i have to find my rhythm again uh so i think for the next little bit they are going to be short until as weird as it sounds i get comfortable with it again which i get is a little bit odd considering like it's my own fucking podcast but you know me the voices in my head will always outweigh and be louder than the voices in the outside world because we are best at beating ourselves up so loves i will be back next week because uh i want to commit to coming back to normal and commit to the podcast because it is for my best interest and i did start it for myself and it just happens to actually be doing the thing i wanted to do which is helping other people So I hope everyone is slowly finding their new normal amongst this pandemic. Remember that it is still very important to be supporting Black Lives Matter. It may not be on the social media every day, but it is still very much a thing. We still need to be talking about it. We need to still be looking for justice for it. And I love you all.